Cheers. Cheers, darling. Woo! My mind is so elsewhere today, but here we are. We are back with the last episode of Toxic Friendship Awareness Month. And it's really interesting because when I started this segment, I had this whole concept of really diving into like kind of the more negative sides of friendship that need to be talked about. And while we did touch on those things, I, as we went through it, realized how much more beautiful it would be to obviously talk about hardship and friendships, but more so bring on people that share such beautiful friendships and kind of celebrate that more so than knocking something that's such a beautiful thing. So I feel like I've learned so much in this last month of just talking to other people and diving into friendships. And I could not think of a better person to bring back on the podcast to wrap up this little mini series we've done. So everyone, welcome back to trying to figure it out. I'm Allie and we have our favorite guest today. Bo is back. Hello, everybody. I'm back. You're back. Part two. Um, Spotify. Hello. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Um, I just I just love that I get to be on the final episode of like toxic friendships. I have to cut you off. You are not a toxic friend. <laughs> like there's just not like that word isn't even in like it shouldn't be in your vocabulary. There's nothing toxic about you. Also, I have to call out two things right now before we continue. First off, you are wearing a hair clip in your shirt, which is very on brand. For you, know, you. you know, it like came with me and my <laughs> assistant is probably going to yell at me like, where is that clip later? And, <laughs> and so, it's never going to be found. So I'm going to keep it on me um, <laughs> so I don't get yelled at by my toxic friendship assistant. No, I actually love him. He's great. Uh, <laughs> You're just calling everything and everyone a toxic friend now because I said that. <laughs> the second thing I have to call out is, did you eat beets for lunch today? Why? Because your tongue looks like you ate beets for lunch today. No, I got to your house, Allie, after work, and I was starving, and I noticed you have a candy bowl (laughs) full of random candies, and I just, I was sucking down on a ring pop for a second, and, um, you know, baby bottle pop, and then there's, like, the little sweet sour knockoff Skittles. Yes. Okay, well, speaking of the ring pops, can can we get a few ring pops going for us right now? Perfect. We're going to do a brief segment of ASMR on the podcast today. <laughs> We're opening the ring. <laughs> I would like to be like a blinging grandma in just like the 80s or something, you know? No, I like the look of a ring on my finger. I feel like I'm, I look, it's very suiting. Yeah. It suits me. That's what I feel like. Okay. ASMR is over. We have our candy. This episode, we're going to talk about so many different things. We're obviously going to dive into more funny stories of my friendship with Bo. We're going to talk about the embarrassing things we do, the things that we have talked about in the last month. But one thing I will say that we are going to get into is Bo and I had a really lovely dinner the other night. It didn't end very lovely for um, food related reasons, but that's okay. We'll get there too. Anyway, we had a really lovely dinner and I think we were both at the table and we were like, this is so off brand for us because we always say that like we're there for each other and we support each other so much. But at this dinner specifically, we both went into it with the mindset that like we had stuff we both needed to talk about. We needed to get off our chest and it had nothing to do with our relationship, but it was just life 
the last like month or so have been pretty hectic for both of us. And I think mentally we both kind of need a reset. And it's funny that we were both feeling that at the exact same time. So we had such a lovely dinner the other night. And I think we really want to share a lot of what we talked about because as much fun as it is to have our fun, lighthearted friendship, I think it's really beautiful that we can also share those moments together too. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about pet peeves because Bo is dying to share his pet peeves. So we're just going to really get into it. But first things first, Bo, do you have a funny story you want to share of something that's happened to you in the last month? Because I feel like there has to be one good one. Yeah, you know, I, I just feel like my life is a plethora of funny little interesting stories or sad things that's happening. <laughs> um, you know, I... I recently like had hired this trainer who is fantastic and like I love him but like I have a weird issue with like trainers and and people of health you know cuz like I can be full force like super into health and like fitness and wellness but I am also a very hardcore fun person on the weekend. Oh yeah. So I was recently like you know with some friends and you know it was like my last weekend in um Venice you know, or in, like Santa Monica Venice area where I, I moved back to West Hollywood. So it was my last weekend there, and, like, I was like, this is it. I'm going out, out. And <laughs> I was with, like, two of my buddies, and they're like, we're going downtown to, like, and, like. A warehouse. Me going downtown is a big deal. But when I go downtown, I go downtown. <laughs> <laughs> and I have one of these buddies from Venice who's, like, his name's Davis, and he's, like, a very fun, he's, like, a DJ, like, very warehouse party guy. And I'm yeah. like, okay, I'm going. I'm going to this warehouse party. And I, I think, like, usually you go to those parties at, like, 3 in the morning. Yeah, you go home when the, the sun's up. After the bar is closed, that's where you go. Right. So I am up at 3.30 in the morning calling Davis nonstop. I probably called him from 3 a.m. to 3.45 on my whole entire journey with five friends going downtown. Stop. And I'm like, why is he not answering? Like, <laughs> I just got a text from him. With the address, everything. He's like DJing. He's like gonna be fun, <laughs> and like I'm gonna keep calling him. Like what? Yeah, what, this is fucked what up. What a toxic friend. <laughs> what a toxic friend to do this to me. I get out of the car and I'm like, that's it. And like one of my buddies was like, oh, I just like he just texted me back or I just talked to him on the phone. And I was like, I'm calling him again. <laughs> so I, how many calls are we at at this point? <laughs> we're probably at like six. Okay. From, you know, like at three I, in the morning. Yeah, like we're at six, and like when I get a little like a little buzzed and mad, I'm like calling a good, hang up and call right back. <laughs> and finally, um, he answers, mm-hmm. and all I hear is like, "Hello," and I'm like, "Davis, where <laughs> the hell are you? And why haven't you been answering my phone calls?" what's up like we're i'm here to go like i'm ready i'm out front and he's like bo are you okay you sound drunk (laughs) and i'm like well duh like that's what i'm here to do like what what, you you're telling davis you're always drunker than i am what do you mean i'm drunk you're like you're gaslighting me gaslighting gaslighting (laughs) and and then finally i looked down and i realized i had been calling my personal trainer adam davis you're lying instead of davis my buddy just repeatedly he's like bo are you okay do you need help and i was like (laughs) now is not the time 
for my 5 a.m. intervention. Oh my god! Yeah, this is. I just need to talk to. I was like, I, I just was like, oh, I have to go. (laughs) (laughs) Then I immediately call the real Davis, and he answers right away. He's like, of course. He's like, oh baby, I've been waiting for you. Where are you at? Like, what's (laughs) going on? And I'm like. You don't even want to know. You you just don't want to know. So so upset with my life, and turns out I had to see the trainer like two days after that, and he was like, "So, like, what was that?" And like, he's someone who like drinks maybe once a year. Yeah. Maybe eats a piece of dark chocolate once a year. Like <laughs> that's it. <laughs> like his life is with training is like he's probably he was probably so mortified and appalled by me and like. Going like that whole story, I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's the worst feeling." I just, you know, I've never thought I could traumatize like a thirty-five-year-old man, <laughs> but I think I did, and I, I don't think I can see him anymore. Are you going to? No, I stopped. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's fair. Yeah. yeah, bridge might be a little burned. You know, I just sometimes you let ships sail. All right. Well, that's a good uh, catch-up story because I didn't know that that had happened to you in the last month. So. Maybe we should now get into our lovely conversation the other night at dinner. We got deep. We don't usually get that deep. But it was it was simply deep, you know? Was I it agree. Like, it was like we were in the shallow end, but we were like plunged our whole body, <laughs> you know, and like laying down in the shallow end, um, which was quite nice. Where it's like it where was you, nice. It's where you put your ears in the water and yeah. you hear nothing and you're like, oh, yeah. like a whole other world. That's yeah. the best feeling um, of all time. Bo texted me on monday and was like i need some alley love and i hadn't seen him in honestly a long time it's probably like the longest we've gone in a minute and but was like i need some alley love like i have some stuff i want to talk to you about and like i think we should do it in person and so like immediately i'm like okay we need to see each other right now because i can't like think of waiting longer to hear what he has to tell me before i get into our meal experience i think it's important to discuss what we talked about and so Bo came to me and was just like I feel like I need to start setting routine in my life and finding more like healthy balances between work and my social life and just like find things to look forward to. Because if anyone knows Bo or doesn't know Bo, he is truly the busiest person I've ever met in my life. This man works from eight in the morning till 8 p.m., every single night and the days that he has off he still ends up being so busy with like all the other errands he has to run i've never seen someone so busy and so then when he does have free time the first thing he does is like okay i'm gonna go out now because that's the only way i get time to see people and go out with my friends so Bo kind of came to me and was just like i need to like figure out a way to like still have a lot to do but in a way where i'm also doing like productive and like healthy things for me and so I'll let you take it away from here, but that's yeah. kind of the background on it. Yeah, like, I think it just felt so nice, like, because sometimes, like, you know, you need to voice that, and, like, I I guess a lot of the stuff I had said, I was just like, you know, I feel like, yeah, I don't do anything productive lately, and I think it's also because I recently just moved. I've literally maxed myself at all capacities, which is very typical, my toxic pet peeve about myself is I always jumble the phrases of things like <laughs> maxed my capacities at all level capacities. <laughs> like, you do like love to botch a I, statement. I, I botch everything. I like a big botch box. Moral of the story was like, hey, I haven't like seen you in a long time. So it was really nice to just like 
oh, I miss you because I feel like we do jump to each other and like vent out a lot of our you know sure. issues or things like that. And yeah, it's like I just feel like I need to be more creatively productive in certain aspects of my life. I need to limit my schedule in certain ways to allow more time to do good things. Yeah. And I also think having, you know, other things on the books of like, like, for example, I'm, I'm going at random to do a like ice, like go-kart ice skating thing on Friday. Where was my invite? I, I was invited. Mm. This uh, seems to happen a lot. You know, By the way, we'll have to talk about this another we'll, time. We'll talk toxic. Fine. Toxic. Yeah. <laughs> or more just frustrating, but it's fine. But it's like, fine. I guess like the, the example is like having, and you said this to me, you're like, Bo, I think you need to have more things to look forward to on your schedule that allow you to like have fun. Yeah. And, you know, I am a very social person. Like I love going out and I feel like, you know, as much as it is, it's like when you lose that balance, sometimes you have to take a step back and be like, yeah. okay, like what can I do? Um, to have a fun time, but also like enjoy my Sunday a little bit more rather than being yeah. brutally hungover. Right. Like you don't trainer. have to go out. You can like do an activity or like yeah. go do something that's not involving like your next day feeling like shit. Like I would like to go like to the um, observatory. I know. I'm down to do that with you. And like I like stars, but like I have to take like a Xanax for that because I get very anxious when I look up and I lose my equilibrium. When you look up at stars, you oh get anxious. Gosh. Oh yeah, I feel like gravity's gonna like like just let go and like <laughs> you're I'm just gonna, gonna to be hold, sucked up. I have to hold on to something. <laughs> I like literally lose my equilibrium and I like I get a little what is it like vertigoy? Mm, vertigoy. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's that's the word. <laughs> <laughs> Botch that. Speaking of botching. <laughs> So when we were at dinner, I said to you, because I feel like at first you were saying that you're doing so much and you're so busy and you have so much on your plate, but you want to fill that, like you want more things to do and more things to look forward to. So I like suggested to you, I was like, I feel like your goal should be to like set the healthy boundaries of like what activities you want to do and like do them because you want to be there. And if that's going out, that's also okay. But find more of a balance between the two but then also like a goal for yourself should be to get to a point where if there's a Sunday where you have nothing to do and you have the day off which is very rare for you and it's very rare that you just sit at home and relax and do nothing like get to a point where you like feel good doing that too because that's so powerful to be able to like sit with yourself and not feel depressed and not feel like it's a bad thing to just stay home like that's also a huge thing to like strive for and it's impossible. I mean, right now the state that I'm in, I'm so busy. And then when I, all I want is like a day to do nothing. But then when it comes, the thought of like sitting at home with my thoughts and like my current mindset, it's like, absolutely not. I can't even like focus on the TV anymore. So I do get it. And I'm not like speaking as if I figured this out. I'm definitely still trying to figure that out. But I do think that that's like a goal that both of us can look for. And I think that's part of why you came to me for this advice, because I think we're both in such similar places and we go through things really similarly. Like the way we like carry out our lives when we're going through it is very, very similar. We're both very impulsive. We like to spread ourselves too thin, get way too tired and then push ourselves way too hard. So I think like we can both hold each other accountable by like 
setting goals like monthly for what we want to do and like things we want to experience and then also be okay with like the chill days and being alone with ourselves, you know? Yeah. Like I almost just feel like I need like to create like a calendar and like even just write in like nap time. <laughs> Three thirty to possibly five, six, seven. <laughs> nap time. <laughs> Na- nap time. <laughs> slash snack time. Yeah, just like slash. chill time. Just chill time. I like I think I also live and run off of a schedule. So like the idea of having something that like literally says like nap time in my calendar is yeah. like, whoa. Yeah, like hello. what is this? Hey. <laughs> I think we should just start a mood board. Every month we put photos of like things we want to do we don't have to pick a date because sometimes that can like make it harder to hold yourself accountable like we just do a monthly mood board we say what we want to do we pick like a few activities and then we just like set our mind to it and go like fuck it let's be more productive and happy for god's sakes i'm so like sick of not being happy like really hit me today that's why at the beginning of this episode i was like i'm not fully in the mindset for this right now but like I couldn't think of a better guest to have on when I'm having a bad day. And like, I'm honestly glad to be taping on a bad day because I don't, I can't stress enough how much I don't have shit figured out. And this is like a good way to be (laughs) taping because I'm having a really shitty day. Like I'm just straight up having a bad day, cried in the bathroom at work, cried in someone else's office at work. Like I didn't have a good day and like, that's okay. But yeah, I just want to feel happy and I don't know what to do to make that happen. So I think if we just keep pushing and like trying to find whatever that is that would give that to us, I think we'll be on our way, on our way up. First of all, you do a really great job at um, like, I guess maybe I didn't ask you how your day was. I just came in all hot and like <laughs> toxic. <laughs> And um, I apologize that you've had a hard day. I didn't know that. It's okay. Um, I honestly didn't even want to talk about it. It's all good. But like for not for like having a really bad day, like your nails look really good and like you look good. So. Thank you. I just yeah. got them done. I went for the Haley Bieber nails. The, well, I think she's like always our info for you. Yeah, literally. Like I chick. have like her tattoos. <laughs> I use like almost every like skincare product that she posts that she uses. I probably own it. Yeah, I did have a, I made a bad day good and I'm finishing it off in the best way. Me and Megan, my roommate, are going to have a lovely Stranger Things night because we're trying to understand what all these TikToks are about because we never watched Stranger Things. So now we're trying to really get into it. I just like need to like know the jokes on TikTok because it's all over my For You page. Like there's sounds being made from Stranger Things. There's so many jokes being made and I just like feel like I need to understand them. I actually only remember one character's name. I started on Monday and I haven't watched it since Oh, Millie? Millie Bobby Brown? No, 11. You sure it's not seven? (laughs) It's not seven. I don't know if it's seven. Very similar. It's 11 because they call her L. Can someone tell us? It's 11. For God's sakes, it's 11. (laughs) 7-Eleven. I don't know. I've seen a few that I fell asleep through. I don't believe you. That's exactly the point. You <laughs> fell asleep through it. So you were dreaming of the number seven or some other random shit. And that's where you got it from. What else are you watching these days? The Black Phone. What's that? You got to see it. It's the first horror movie I've seen 
maybe ever where I was like, that was actually a great movie. Like most horror movies are just so like stupidly scary that you can't even like say it's like a quality movie. Like that movie was fantastic. And it was like very scary, but also like real, like it could happen. Like not like paranormal. It was just really crazy. Are you excited for, we should really talk about horror nights. Oh, that's how you know the year is almost over. Oh, It's, it's coming up. Do you want to talk about like, pre-planning horror dates or do you want to talk about last year's horror nights i feel like we should maybe talk about last year's horror nights i just i just feel like you whenever you get onto the universal studios grounds become a whole nother woman that i've never met (laughs) every time it's like a new version like it's like and it's richter like i'm sure at disneyland you're like a loving happy person uh you know it's a hit or a miss with you at universal studios i just love it there though i actually count down the days till that day that i get to go to horror nights and it's like then i get there and i'm like fuck that was a disaster at horror nights all i wanted there was one thing i wanted to do do you remember what it was there was just one thing um, i just wanted one the mummy. <laughs> you just wanted to ride on the mummy. Was it you who lost your pass? Because if it was, you're the reason I didn't get to go on the mummy, just so you know. No, it wasn't me. It was you. <laughs> it wasn't it me. Was you. No, I think it was someone else. No, it was you. So this is really why I didn't get to go on the mummy, though, because <laughs> at the very beginning of the night, Bo lost his ticket, and he- your ticket is your express pass. So when we got to the line at the mummy, Bo was like, fuck, my ticket's gone. And they're like, oh, if you want to go get a new ticket, you have to go all the way back to the entrance of the park. And if anyone's been to Universal Studios in Hollywood, you have to go down like eight escalators through the canyon to get down to the bottom part. And so we had just gotten there and we were like, oh, fuck, okay, I guess we have to go get him a pass. So we go, everyone else in our group stays and rides the mummy like three times in a row. Me, you and Natasha go to the front again and then by the time we get back the rides shut down they're like you can't get on the line's too long we're not reopening the rest of the night go home yeah i you know what i'll take the full credit but like no <laughs> one tells you hold on to this ticket it looks like a flimsy little ticket it is receipt. like very flimsy and, and i hate it is. i hate random things lost in my pocket and so honestly i think i threw it away as we went in because i was like Okay, great. I don't need the receipt. I'm in the the theme park. I'm dead. And then so I took you to the Jurassic Park ride. And you know those TikTok videos of like the person on the roller coaster, but they're just like looking at you all serious? Yeah. Was that me? Yeah, except you're you're shouting out what was going to happen next. You're like, we're going to drop. Oh, a dinosaur is about to fall on our head. Watch out. You're going to get eaten. Here it comes. You know, like. <laughs> Why do you hang out with me? I'm actually oh, I love it. So I love annoyed. it. There was something vulgar you said on that ride. And I've never heard you speak that way ever in my life. And I was like. <laughs> I remember what it was, but we, can, we can't yeah, say yeah. it I don't, I don't. I don't want to repeat what you said, but everyone around you was like, oh, wow. Did that girl just. Uh, okay. God. I'm losing my mind right now. And uh, so you you really don't care for the uh, the 
the Jurassic Park ride at all in a well, I do, but not when I don't get to go on the mummy. It's like that's the only fun ride there. And then You know, I've always just felt like I can't tell if your Bowie's service animal or <laughs> Bowie is your service animal. Um, I'm definitely his service animal, but when it comes to like me like crying or having a moment, like I will say he really does know how to comfort me and he'll always come running. Like he's a very loyal boy. Yeah. So we're going to resort back to our conversation about the night of advice that we gave each other. We were at this restaurant. We had a very deep chat. We were like, honestly, like we weren't really paying attention to the food for most of the dinner, but like we were very excited to try it. So we literally ordered the entire menu and I kid you not, like we probably got like 20 nigiris like alone. We got... 12 oysters we got like four other like appetizers we got two sushi rolls miso soups like so much food like an insane amount and by the end I was kind of starting to be like a little fished out I'm a newbie to this fish world and this was like a sushi restaurant that like is very authentic like they just use like the fish and the rice and a dollop of wasabi and that's all you're getting like you're not getting ponzu you're not getting yuzu like maybe you'll get some chili flakes or some peppers or like something but that's really it so like by the end of the meal I'm telling Bo like a kind of important story of something that had just happened in my life and Bo like goes in to eat one of his uh nigiris and when he was eating it I'm telling him like this important story and I just hear I'm going to do a repulsive sound for you guys. But he literally just goes like barfs in his mouth while we're sitting there. And I'm like, what just happened? And I look up at him and he's like, actually like eyes closed. Like I can see like sweat balls like forming on his face. Like he's struggling. He's officially gone on the struggle bus. And I'm just like, fuck. Is he okay? And I'm like, I can't see you throw up right now. I'm going to lose my mind. I can't see that. And so, yeah, you can take it from here. What happened next? So I am like, let's just start with like, I feel like I have like a stomach of steel and I can like eat anything at a sushi restaurant. And like, I love being as adventurous and, you know, like I will go to the extremes. Yeah. Um, like it was... And it, it, I felt like it was a good spot. Like, it is a really renowned, like, you know, a lot it's, of people talk about it. It's fantastic. And presentation was great. Everything was great. I don't know if maybe we just got the wrong fish night. Like, maybe it wasn't the right night. Yeah. I don't know what it was. But I literally put a piece of nigiri in my mouth. And, like, one bite in, I just threw it into the napkin like I just felt so bad because like you were really hitting to the depth of like the hard part of your story story, and like telling me like your struggle of like what was going on and I'm like "Uh and you're like I'm like I can stop and you're like keep keep going it's it's fine like I'll be okay please please don't stop like I really need to hear this but then then it hit me Like, as I'm telling the story, then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, my God, something's happening in my stomach. And I don't know when I need to go home, 
but I'm afraid that once I need to, I'm going to need to be home in that moment. Like, you, you know, when, like, you start a load of laundry and, like, the laundry machine starts auto-sensing the, yes. the load and it goes, yes. and before it starts to do a full spin, that was our limbo phase. So, literally. Our stomachs were sensing out what was going to happen. And we actually <laughs> took a video, and I think we should play it in the episode. There's a video of, like, us at the end of the dinner when both of us were feeling it. <laughs> I'm hot and cold. How do you feel? I'm clenching and turtling, and I feel like I'm going to explode <laughs> when I do we? So, do we love this restaurant? Look, I get why people do, but it's not for me. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to make it right now. And you were like, I'm at the laundry like machine part where like, I don't know when it's coming, but it's coming. And, and I don't know if it's coming up or out <laughs> or what, down and out. Like, at, or, or both. both yeah. at the same time. I don't know. Disgusting. This is such a vile conversation, but it was hilarious. Toxic. It was, it was toxic. We have never rushed to say goodbye to each other. Like we could sit at a dinner table for hours and I was like, all right, bye, see ya, like, gotta go. And he was like, bye. And I literally, like, turned around and he was gone. Like, he was just well, I think left me in the dust. You're really cute because at the end you're like, let me know how your shit goes. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't tell if you're literally referring to, like, the shit we talked about or the shit that was about to happen. I fully did say that. And I definitely meant, like, the, the imminent shit that was about to occur. But I also obviously meant the more larger scale of shit as well. Let me know how your shit goes. <laughs> I didn't even know if you heard me. You walked away so fast. I didn't think you caught that. <laughs> All right. Let's get into some pet peeves because I know you're dying to talk about more of them. Yeah. Um, I just know you're dying to. What about chewing sounds? Uh, I could handle chewing sounds. One of my like really bad pet peeves is the speed that which you eat. Interesting. I feel like there is an appropriate speed of eating <laughs> and chewing. But if you are like, like if you are eating and you have to eat so fast <laughs> and chew so fast, you should probably not be eating at that time. <laughs> like, and I, you know, I hope my sister doesn't listen to this, but like, for example, like we love to like get sandwiches at lunch, like yeah. the little like Jimmy John's and, um, I will like sit down, I'll have a bite, I chew, I look at my phone, and I look over and we unwrapped our sandwiches at the same time. He is finishing his sandwich. I finished three bites, maybe. Like, like, like maybe. You know, and he's like, he's like, you ever watch Scooby Doo? Yeah. He's like shaggy on Scooby Doo, where it's like and the whole foot long goes down, <laughs> and it's like in one bite. So. No joke. Like, I've seen him eat oh, a Chick fil A chicken sandwich in two bites. <laughs> I'm, and like, I don't know why it just like drives me crazy. And I say to him, I'm like, I'm like, you know, it's not healthy, right? You know that your body will not digest that if you don't allow your saliva to do part of oh the work. Oh my god! Your I'm colon dead. needs you to take a break. Like, and I like, like, I get it because I'm a busy guy at the salon and he's running around a lot. But I like, 
Sal, I didn't tell you there's nothing to do out there. <laughs> Take your time <laughs> with the chicken sandwich. And, I, and I'm like, he's a foodie like me. He loves to eat, but like, enjoy the bites, you know? So those are my pet peeves, like off the bat. But okay. like my I didn't big, even know those ones about you. My biggest one, I think, is like when you're in the Uber and like, you know, we all see the stop is on the stop and like <laughs> botching it again and just like, sir, you stop at the address. And then when I even say I, there's a clear spot to stop, right here is perfect. Right. Okay. And they'll be like, okay, right here. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, right here. 500 feet over. Keeps going, 750 feet, 1,000 feet. Sir, are you ever going to stop this vehicle? <laughs> I am now five doors down. Like, it's not where I wanted to go. That is honestly frustrating. The worst is when they drop you off across the street. I'm like, do the U-turn. Oh, I'm, I'm like, so, no, no, it's on the other side. And they're like, okay, yeah, yeah, we'll get out. And I'm like, no, no. U-turn. Yeah. U-turn. So, oh, I'm so sorry. It's actually on the other side. <laughs> like, just I love to play like dumb. Like, oh yeah, it's not right here. Huh. <laughs> like, I can be like a stubborn like man in certain ways. Um, That's fair though. I mean, like, it is annoying. Pet peeve when the table at your dinner table is it's like wobbling. Is wobbly? Oh my god! That's How am I worst. supposed to have a martini? <laughs> You My can't. martini is not dirty anymore. <laughs> it is wobbly teeny. You know, it's a little wobbly, dirty martini. It's just like it's, it's like, half empty. It's literally like me just at the club, damn drunk. <laughs> Should like, we get really toxic and yeah. say what our pet peeves are about each other? I literally don't have okay, one about you. I was going to say, you have to go first because I don't know. Where, I literally where. don't have one, but I just felt like that could be fun to do, but I don't have one. Okay, so I have a list. I put. No, <laughs> Let me grab my note. <laughs> yeah, so I I knew you would ask this. I hinted at this. No, I've been um, waiting for you to ask me this. You no, know, like, and it all honestly, like, I think like it would be really hard to find one. My biggest pet peeve about you is when you're too busy and I don't get to see you for too long. <laughs> That's literally all I could think of. Okay, I've got one. My biggest pet peeve about you is when you're so focused on everybody else having fun that you don't allow yourself to have fun. All right. You know, that's sometimes, a fair one. sometimes you get so caught up in the moment of like making everything perfect that's that you don't. Very valid. It just irks. It's so annoying. It's just so <laughs> it's annoying. It's just so annoying when you don't have fun because you want everyone else to have fun. <laughs> it's just so annoying. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to get into our next round of Alpies 3 with Bo again. This time, we're going to just do current favorite songs, what we're listening to right now. I'll do one. Bo will do one. I just want, like, when, you know, because you have your really cute little, like, ender, like, your little finisher of, like, your your three. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like when I'm a guest star, like, I want to have, like, something cute, like, my tragic three. <laughs> oh, like your own or my, segment. my botched three. <laughs> oh, we can we can definitely do that. All right, I'm just gonna do my own Alpies three, and then Bo can do his botched <laughs> statements three or whatever he's trying to do. All right, I'll start with "Waiting for Never" by Post Malone, "Soundgasm" by Rima, and "Provenza" by Carol G. Latin like, music. That sounds like a Super new medication provided. I saw a commercial for. <laughs> well, it's Have probably- you talked to your doctor about Provenza? 
<laughs> like, I love that. Okay, I'm totally like... Did you take like, your Provenza today? Because no, you're so No, I clearly didn't. <laughs> I clearly, clearly, I didn't take it. <laughs> I'm unwell. All right, now give us your three most botched statements. Okay, I take it back. I just can't, I can't have three. I just need one. Um, okay. And like, okay, so like, you know how people are like, oh, it's just part of the course. Yes. Like someone in my chair was saying that, you know, it's just Wait. part of the course. And I was like, it's so par four. Wait, it is par. Uh, wait, maybe it was the opposite. Maybe I botched it the opposite, and she's like, "Ugh, par four. It, it's par for the course. Par for the course." Oh, see, I was okay. Then I was saying it's <laughs> part of the course. <laughs> it's just part of the course. It's just part of the course. <laughs> okay, so see, I botched it again. You did. There we go. But you actually said it the right way, so something clicks finally for you to know what the actual one was. Thank you guys for listening. I got to wrap this up. I hope you enjoyed another fun episode with Bo. I love just chatting with him. We did a botched version of Alpes 3 today. Very on brand for the theme of today's episode. But I just want to bring it back one more time. Toxic Friendship Awareness Month was really fun for me. I learned a lot. And I also just really walked away respecting and being so much more grateful for the amazing friends I have in my life and having so much more awareness of how lucky I am to have that. And so having you on couldn't have been a more like obvious way to end this entire mini series. You are so special to me and so fun. And I just love you so much. So thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode. We have a very special guest. Good boy. Noah is going to be joining us and I can't wait for you guys to hear about him. And yeah, thank you for listening. And I love you so much, Bo. You're the best. I love you.